All right. Let's see. Show notes. Dutch. What the fuck am I forgetting? I'm forgetting something. Uh, oh, that's right. Listener discretion is advised. You're now tuned to the flavors of no labels. What up, everybody? Welcome to No Labels. I'm your main man, the Puff Man. And no, for this episode, I am not joined by the most effervescent, Mr. Mag. Mr. Mag is actually on a cruise. This motherfucker. I keep telling y'all, the man's got money. He's on his second vacation of the year. Post fucking coronavirus. This shit is unbelievable, man. I don't know. Holy shit. Big ups to Mag. He's out there getting his level ups. That's what's up, man. Uh, so yeah, for this episode, I guess it's just me. <laughs> Yours truly, the Puff Man. Uh, I got some wonderful stories for you guys, and uh, you know, as Mag likes to say, Mister Doom and Gloom, I have a gloomy story for y'all. But don't worry, I- I'm gonna find a way to fix this shit up and and spin it because that's what I do. I do that shit lovely. All right. Either way, guys, you know how to get a hold of us. Okay. The email here is a call to action. So that email is email us at nolabelstheshow.com. Email us at nolabelstheshow.com. That's the email. Yeah, that's it. There's nothing else after that. Uh, you can also find us. If that's, if that's too much for you and you don't believe in emails, which is fine by me, you can go ahead and find us on Instagram, which is what? No.labels. And, oh, Fridays, we're on Clubhouse. Clubhouse is a dope, dope conversation, uh, you know, app. It, it, it's it's really dope because you can get on there and you can listen to folks, exchange ideas. You can listen to folks. Yes, get into some really dumbass conversations, I will say. But nonetheless, it, it's a great way to get into some, some good conversations. Uh, uh, mind expanding conversations that sometimes you know we we lack the ability to get into those conversations because we don't necessarily have the avenues we're too busy sometimes we want to be part of the conversation you know we just want to be the fly on the wall that heard the shit when the shit was said you know what i'm saying and clubhouse provides that so this is not an endorsement of clubhouse however we are on clubhouse every single friday every friday live okay 10 eastern standard time 9 central p.m. that is so meaning at night okay <laughs> don't don't get it twisted don't be going on on clubhouse at 10 a.m eastern standard time or or 9 central a.m and then being like puff i was on clubhouse i what the fuck happened you guys are having magical moments you said friday at 9 10 shit no that's 10 p.m eastern standard time 9 p.m central Every Friday on Clubhouse. So that's a live show. And on that live show, by the way, before I get into the stories, I will say this. On that live show, we do tend to get into a lot of conversations because it's a weekend recap. So we get into a lot of conversations about stories that we may not necessarily have featured on the show that you get by subscribing to it. Right. So if you haven't done so, please subscribe to No Labels. 
and share the fucking show, as Mac likes to say. Um, so yeah, Clubhouse is a dope, dope environment. Every Friday live, you can hear us getting into magical moments on the spot, not pre-recorded. There you go. All right, so uh, where do I start? Fuck, let's go with the Atlanta Braves, who just won the fucking unbelievable. They just won their, well, not their first, but I would say they've they've won a World Series again since 1995. So big ups to to the Atlanta Braves. I thought it was gonna be a Dodgers. Fuck. Who, who, I know I had the Dodgers up there. Ah, who gives a fuck? You know what? The whole shit is is that the reason why this story has made this episode is not necessarily because <laughs> the Atlanta Braves won the fucking World Series, okay? Which, kudos to them, but a magical moment for me. This story of the Atlanta Braves really boils down to their fans. So get this. The Atlanta Braves as an organization uh, for decades has had this chant that their fans do. And they encourage the fans to, you know, do this thing called the tomahawk chop. All right? And it's a, you know, it's it's something that it's allegedly derived from, you know, the Native American culture, right? Shit like that, right? And they get on their circles and they hit the pipe, you know what I'm saying? And they got the tomahawks and so... Either way, the whole thing is, is that before I get into some some fucked up <laughs> historical <laughs> nonsense here, the whole thing is, is that the Atlanta Braves win the fucking championship. And since they were for game six, which is how they finished off the Houston Astros, um, it just so happens that they were in Houston. So they opened up their stadium to the fans to come and watch the game. I'm sure people got charged. Either way, the whole thing is, is that when they won, you know, what do you think the fucking Atlanta Brave fans took the fucking doing? They took the fucking doing <laughs> the one and only Tomahawk Chop. I mean, they haven't won a fucking championship since 95. And this is par for the course because this is what they do down in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? The Tomahawk Chop is synonymous with the Atlanta Braves. The whole thing is, is that, look... When I found this fucking article, I found it rather astonishing that there's only one group of people talking about the Tomahawk Chop. Everybody else is talking about the Braves winning the World Series in terms of, you know, from from a sports standpoint. And the fine folks over at the cesspool we know as uh, Twitter have taken to the internet to say how racist the Tomahawk Chop is. And in the great phenomenal words of... of Mr. Mag himself, of Mag, you know, this, the fact of the matter is, is that this is, in fact, a kinder, gentler generation that just lives in a constant magical moment. They don't know how to handle shit. It's unbelievable. Look, if you don't, if if you don't know what what this tomahawk chop sounds like, okay, it, it's a very straightforward. Here, I, I'll tell you what. I'll play you guys what the tomahawk chop sounds like. And for context, if you want to get the visual, you can head over to the show notes, which is available. The show notes are available throughout all the platforms that we that we make the show available through. So, you know, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, it doesn't matter. Go into the show notes 
and the links are going to be there. Go into the link for this story. And when you scroll down through the page, you'll find a Twitter post that has the actual recording of the, uh, of the, the Braves fans doing the tomahawk chop. So picture everybody. I mean, thousands of people in the stadium, you know, doing the tomahawk chop. Listen to this shit. Thousands of people. Okay. Yeah. Hi, hi, yeah. All right, enough of that shit. All right, so the whole thing is, is that you have people over on the left claiming that this is racist. Now, it's not just people on the left. Apparently, the president of the National Congress of American Indians uh, told ABC that, and I quote, in our discussions with the Atlanta Braves, we have repeatedly and unequivocally made our position clear. Native people are not mascots and degrading rituals like the tomahawk chop, tomahawk chop, excuse me, that the human dehumanize. Oh my God, look at me. I'm having magical moments over here and harm us. So the tomahawk chop dehumanize and harm these folks. And it has no place in American society, according to Fawn Sharp. How about that? So these people are doing the what's called the tomahawk chop, all right, in celebration. Now, on the onset, you would think that the way these people are fucking describing it, this shit is some type of racist fucking act, and, and, and they must be fucking rounding up, you know, Native Americans going into reservations and fucking trespassing and snatching up fucking Native Americans and putting them in the middle of the fucking diamond and ritualizing the burning of a Native American while they do the, oh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is so, this is how stupid society has gotten. Yo, it's a chant to celebrate. I mean, look, if I was a Native American, I'd be fucking happy as fuck that whether it's a tomahawk chop, doesn't matter. They're utilizing as a form, they're utilizing this as a form in form of, 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 of a celebratory action. So you would think that I would be happy that they're not using it to degrade me. It's not like they're rounding up, like I said, folks in a reservation, bringing them down to the field, wrapping them in white, putting a ring of fire around them while everybody in the in the stadium, you know what I'm saying, is over here like, you know, we 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 did you hear, man? They got they got they got seven natives this weekend for this game. Come on, Johnny. Come on. We're going to burn Indians. I mean, that's not what's fucking happening here. They're not fucking burning Indians. They're not burning Native Americans. They're not. This is a celebratory fucking shit the Braves have won again after fucking many years of not winning we have won again Braves since 95 we'd not win a championship I'm so happy like yo seriously guys how, how fucking dumb have we become that something that is being utilized something that is used to celebrate 
I know, Puff, you really had to get that off your chest. Yes, I did, because, yo, honestly, there was another story that I was going to have in place of this one for this episode. But then I got into this article, <laughs> and I read this shit. And I read specifically the fucking, the Twitter, the tweets, the Twitter rants that were going off. And it's just, what the fuck, yo? It's unfucking believable You know, if Mac wasn't off, uh, you know, having some magical moments off on a cruise, he would have been able to play that clip where I say it's absolutely disgusting. But there you go. <clears throat> ah, beautiful. All right. So this is the deal, guys. Actually, you know what? No, kill that because... This, I told you guys I have a gloomy story. And you know what? I, I'd rather do this now um, because it actually coincides with our musical break. So, unfortunately, Ronnie Wilson, uh, one of the co-founding members of the group The Gap Band, uh, has passed away. And for me, you know, the music that Ronnie, Charlie, and, uh, and Robert made were, you know, it was music that, I grew up with. So when I saw this flash on the screen, I, I was not only taken back, but it also made me realize that, believe it or not, I found this story about Ronnie passing away after I had gone through the fucking Braves, through the whole debacle with the Braves tomahawk chop. And, you know, it's, it's crazy because Ronnie... Charlie and Robert, you know, the, the Gap Band, these guys, they come from the 70s and the 80s. I come from the 80s. I mean, really, they were famous throughout the 80s, more or less. Let's be honest. And, you know, in the 80s, there was such a freedom, such an abundance of freedom um, that, that allowed people to flourish. And, and it's the main reason why we had groups like the Gap Band. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know who the Gap Band is, please do yourself a favor and look them up. Uh, they have, they're, they're the ones behind the song, Outstanding. Come on, you know the song. Girl, you knock me out. Yeah, so I'm not going to keep singing it, but that's the song. And uh, you drop a bomb on me. All right, that's, that's as much as you're going to get from me. <laughs> the whole thing is, is that when when I came across this story, you know, it dawned on me that, okay, so we're losing someone, which is the gloomy part about this story, right? I told you guys I had gloom. But what dawned on me was the fact that groups like the Gap Band in this day and age, uh, you know, groups like uh, Earth, Wind & Fire, you know, groups like Chic, um, you know, hell, even even the, the, the village people wouldn't even fucking make it in this day and age because you got to think, I mean, if motherfuckers are getting upset over the fact that people in a stadium packed are doing this thing called the Tomahawk Chop to celebrate, not to degrade or dehumanize, but to celebrate can you imagine what they would do to brothers like Ronnie, Charlie, and Robert, or 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 the men who who comprised Earth, Wind, and Fire? There was way too fucking many of them. Earth, Wind, and Fire was a huge fucking band. <laughs> Can you imagine what they would have done to the fucking village people? They, these people would these groups would have never. And if if you don't know who the village people are, YMCA, 
Yeah, YMCA. Yeah, that's who they are. So, in... How do I put this? In the light of the fact that we have, unfortunately, lost a wonderful life, a very well-lived life, I will say. Because, I mean, to live to 73 is a beautiful thing. It saddens me that Ronnie's gone. Uh, I wish everybody could live forever. But, unfortunately, that's not the case. So, just like Ronnie and just like the Tomahawk Chop, we have to celebrate. Or, excuse me, I said that wrong. Just, just like we're going to use the Tomahawk Chop to celebrate the win of the Atlanta Braves, let's celebrate Ronnie's life with not only the music that he partook in creating, because Ronnie was an integral part in, in, in you know, I think he played like four four different instruments on that group. And not only that, he was, you know, a big reason. Uh, he was a big component behind a lot of the composing that that took place for a lot of the songs that, that the Gap Band had. So uh, I know, Puff, that's crazy. You went from the Atlanta Braves to the passing of a man, and now you're trying to correlate the Tomahawk Chop to his passing. No, what I'm trying to say is, is that I'm, I'm not necessarily trying to, Correlate the tomahawk being considered something bad to the passing of Ronnie, guys. I think you guys are smart enough to understand that the same way the Atlanta Braves were, are using the tomahawk chop to celebrate, you know, anybody who knows about disco R&B that came out of the late 70s and throughout the 80s knows that a lot of these brothers used to get up on these, on these stages and, and have these wild giddy-ups. I mean, just look at some of the videos for... You know what I'm saying? Uh, for Earth, Wind, and Fire. I mean, a lot of this shit was... It was crazy. It was it was mind-blowing. And like I said, you know, the group that sings fucking YMCA, <laughs> macho, macho, man, the village people, you got to think. I mean, they they wouldn't be allowed to perform nowadays because they would be also, you know... What is that shit? What, what's that word that they say... Uh, you know, they, they would be appropriating someone's culture, right? Because, I mean, the, the construction guy, the, somebody's appropriating him. Who who gave the guy who's dressed up as the... There was a guy dressed up as a fucking Native American. There was a guy dressed up as a cop. So imagine that. However, Ronnie Wilson made some phenomenal music during the time where people were fucking allowed to get on stage and dress up like a fucking Native American and sing you songs like fucking Macho Man. Ronnie comes from an era where people were allowed to truly be themselves and were truly allowed to fucking express who they were. So for this musical break, obviously you guys know there's way more no labels on the other side. But for right now, guys, this is the Gap Band on No Labels. Why does it carry on this way? If you don't pay attention. 
What up, what up, everybody? That was The Gap Band off their album Gap Band 5, the title being I Expect More. That was The Gap Band. Goddamn, man. Just an absolute fucking throwback right there. I, uh... I hope you know that all those ah, and all them screams that you heard back there, that was Charlie Wilson. <laughs> that was Charlie Wilson, which a lot of you guys know as as Uncle Wilson. A lot of you guys know Charlie Wilson because, you know, he's obviously an R&B singer. Um, but some of you are young enough to only know him as Charlie Wilson. And I knew Charlie Wilson as, you know, the member of the three brother Gap Band. So, yeah, you, you got to think, I mean, personally, I think some of them screams that Charlie was doing back there sounded a little bit like, you know, a little tomahawk chopping in there. I don't know. But either way, let's uh, let's get on with this. Guys, <laughs> I hope the Bloods and the Cribs are taking notes because I cannot believe that in New Zealand, gang members are going on social media and saying you should get the fucking vaccination. You you should get the vaccination elevation going on. You should go get that shot. <laughs> Yo, this is unfucking real. Gang leaders urging their their pawns and the folks that they probably beat up on, look, man, you need to go get that shot. All right? You want me to keep swinging around the block and beating you up and selling drugs to you? You got to get that shot, man. Okay? You want crimes to continue to be committed around here? You... God damn, you got to go get that goddamn shot. Go get that, go get that shot right now. So some of New Zealand's most notorious gang figures have banned together to produce a video urging members to get vaccinated against COVID-19 in a move cooked up by a government minister. So gangs are essentially, you know, towing the line for the man. You imagine telling the Bloods and the Cribs to go tow the line for Uncle Sam? <laughs> the Bloods and the Cribs being told to, by the health minister... By by uh by the first female transgender uh health director. Hi. Hi, gang members of the Bloods and in the Cribs. I'm I'm the first transgender female deputy sheriff of the Wild West, and I'm here to tell you you need to get the shot. Go get that shot. You imagine that? That's that's crazy. So yeah, get that. New, you know, New Zealand. I guess because it's an island, and yes, for those of you who don't know, New Zealand is an island. If you don't believe me, go do your own research. Go pull up that that fancy phone that you spent eight hundred dollars on. Go pull that shit out, and uh, you know, go check it out. Go. Oh my God! I'm look at me. Fuck. Unreal. Having magical moments on the board. Go look up New Zealand. It's a little fucking island. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you where it is. You just go find it. I'm going to let you do that for homework. Either way. 
you know what? I've had enough of these fucking gang members telling me to go get the shots. How about we go and move on to the final story, which is actually rather important if you live in the U.S. And uh, if you have any any self-respect and you have, I wouldn't say an adoration, but you, you certainly have respect for, well, self-respect, of course, yes, but more or less, you have an understanding. There you go is the word that I was looking for. Uh, you have an understanding of what the Constitution is, the Second Amendment, the First Amendment, all the amendments, the Bill of Rights, okay? Uh, the Supreme Court is going to take up a major gun case uh, that has to do with concealed carrying. And cities like Chicago, New York, essentially what people on the right or people who are just, you know, avid vocal activists or, you know, I don't know, for those of you who like bad words, mouthpieces, the mouthpieces for the guns, uh, the people who love those guns, you know, they believe they have the right to conceal carry. It is, in you know, is in the Constitution that you ought to be able to, you know, bear arms. And the Supreme Court apparently is going to take this case up. Uh, you know, I personally, I think it's going to go the way that I think it's going to go, which is off to the right and meaning granting the uh, the ability for individuals to then move on and sue their respective states under this new guideline set by the uh, Supreme Court, which will be that, you know, it's unconstitutional for any jurisdiction to, I know, I know, Puff, you went in a circle there. Oh, my God. Hey, listen, that that's, I got, I got magical moments, too. I got magical moments too. I think the Supreme Court is eventually going to come out and just side with the folks who are suing New York State. Um, and, you know, because of that, states like, you know, Illinois, states like California, uh, I was going to say states like Chicago. Chicago's a city, Puff. Chicago's a city in Illinois. Okay, so states like Illinois, um, you know, states like New York, be, or I should say because of New York, states like Illinois and California, uh, Washington, Oregon, specifically within the jurisdictions of their main cities, are going to have to fork over, you know, the, uh, the, the fucking unconstitutional bearing that they have on their own citizens where they don't let people, you know, conceal carry because they're scared that somebody's going to shoot up the place. I mean, last time I checked... It's it's not the law-abiding citizen that's looking up to shoot up the place. It's it's a fucking loony bin, crazy person. So, yeah. You, you guys do the math on that one. I'm going to do a bunch of level ups. God damn it. And I'm going to big myself up because I've kept it under 30 minutes. <laughs> God damn it. One more time for me. And uh, you know what, guys? Not only did I keep it under 30 minutes... But quite frankly, let's be honest. Who the fuck wants to listen to the puff for more than what you guys have already had to deal with this shit? Because No Labels is is a two-man show. So while Mag is out there having magical moments on the cruise, I'm going to go ahead and get the fuck up out of here, finish this Dutch, and uh, thank you guys for joining me on this lonely episode of No Labels. And uh, until next time, you guys know how to get a hold of us. I know. I'm going to beat it over the head. Email us at nolabelstheshow.com. 
You can find us on Instagram, no.labels. And uh, yeah, Fridays, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 Central. We're on Clubhouse Live. All right, y'all. Until next episode, where I think we will have Mag back. I think we'll have him back. I don't know. He may just stay out there in the waters. Who knows? All right. Until then, guys, I'm your main man, the Puff Man. This has been a presentation of No Labels. Peace. Why, Puff? Why do you do it? Why do you go in circles, Puff? Why do you do it? Why, 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 why? Oh, God, why? Celebration. Celebrating, not demeaning. Celebrating. Hey, 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 hey,